sure it is. Good, all good. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that like happened super Ooh. quickly. I wasn't like expecting it. Me and Luke Perfect. were just fiddling around with loads of um, technical stuff. So then, yeah, yeah. we got okay, it. Let's, we're we ready got to it. go. Welcome, we're everyone. Ready to go. Hit the intro, Hello. Emma. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Is it just me or did it sound like it was super speed up this week? Uh, that was like super delayed on my end. Oh, it was like really, really sped up. Super strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I think of my laptop's like slowing itself right down too. So I've got like I mean, we've been apps. talking, I swear, since we started this, that you need to buy a new laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you've literally been saying, like, <clears throat> you need a new Mac, like, since we started this. <laughs> I'm getting it. This next 2022 is going to be the biggest year of oh, yeah. my life. Yeah, I feel that. Way. I you feel, feel that? that? Totally, hundred percent. I feel like this year's been like boot camp for next year, yeah. <laughs> like the training grounds, like for my mentality, but not just like mentally. It's cool. for my body to like and my nervous system to like get to that point where it can hold all these things that I've been calling in all this year. And the reason that I haven't been able to like experience it this year, I mean, I've seen pockets of it and expressions of it, right? But it's because I wouldn't have been able to hold it when mm. I had the mentality of like scarcity, of lack, of of not feeling unworthy, not feeling enough. And I feel so powerful right now, so powerful that even when mm. things trigger me or challenge me, I'm like, wow, I can observe that. Damn. What about you? Damn. I mean, geez, I want to unpack all that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I like how you said that's a boot camp because. Mm. I feel like friggin' 2020 was my boot camp. Like mm. that was uh, not nah, and Jan- and this year, but like <laughs> the first half of this year more so. It was, yeah, like yeah. 2020 was just something next level for me. 2020 but, um, was like a bomb hit my life. <laughs> like a literal bomb just came in and like destroyed everything that was like what I yeah. planned, what I wanted, blah blah blah, and then just was like, here you go, here's some fresh soil, make something new. Yeah, and it's growing, it's sprouting. And that's mm-hmm. the thing is like, I look back at my journal yesterday and I did a post on Instagram, my stories. Oh, um, yeah. One of my journal entries from uh, the 19th or 29th, 19th of September uh, last 2020 mm-hmm. and I was stuck in Jak- Jakarta. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll, um, I'll read it because I think it's very relevant that yeah, we can yeah, just sort of talk ahead. about this because you don't realise how you don't realise how far along you've come when you don't mm-hmm. when you like w- when you don't reflect so it's like importance of like reflecting at the end of each year and like seeing how far you've come and seeing where you're going to go and where you're going to be next year mm-hmm. so i wrote in my journal i'm stuck in jakarta i've got through a three-day low i've been struggling with my need for validation i know i've been consciously dealing with this for a year always seeking feedback from society and my peers that i'm good enough the need for validation has been so strong that it's becoming a repellent because of my desperation to feel good enough. Mm. I feel like I'm repelling what I want because I'm desperate for it. The universe is wanting me to feel good enough in myself without any external validation. Why does nobody like what I do? Why isn't anyone showing up for me? Why do I not have what all the others have? I know I seek validation because I was abandoned as a child by the people who love me. My inner child doesn't feel good enough. Now I need to act because I love it, not because it gives me a temporary sense of self-worth. Mm-hmm. And so then I fast-forwarded, right, and I was like reflecting and I wrote on this 
and I, and I wrote as of yesterday in comparison to that point, right, which is just over a year ago. Fast forward to today, it's a night and day difference. Over the past year, I worked really hard on taking full responsibility for my feelings, and that meant feeling all of them and not judging them or thinking they should be different, which is very important. I went through a huge plant medicine journey in January and then worked with my mentor all year. I know that my sense of worth has always been there. It was lost in my own illusion that my circumstances defined me. That, that, that's because I didn't have a particular that, oh, so that because I didn't have a particular upbringing that I was somewhat disadvantaged. I learned to look for the gold buried in the dirt. I remembered that my spirit was connected to everyone and everything. And that realization brings me back to the knowing that it was never personal. And I'm always loved in the eyes of the divine. Mm. I have so much peace in my heart compared to that period last year. Instead of comparing myself to others, success i changed my perception to see their success as proof that my success is inevitable and it is i could see that i was buried in lack because i didn't see that i was also covered in blessings gratitude became a huge part of 2021 this year i became a man i really feel that i'm Mm. proud of who i am because i'm proud of who i am becoming and who i have been in the past all of it is relevant all of me is beautiful i love every version of me i want you to know that i'm growing just as much as you I am now taking more ownership of my feelings and desires. My mind is in service to my heart. Mm. In 2022, I lead with my heart. I walk with conviction knowing that my heart has all the answers. There may be guidance coming from books or someone's posts, but my true guidance comes from within. All the validation I need is within me. Everything else is a bonus, not a necessity. Mm. That is so beautiful. It's so powerful, like so powerful. Like I even see that now as a reflection of myself as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. And I'm sure a lot of people will tune into this and actually feel that as well within themselves right now. Mm -hmm. What was the difference between that Luca last year and the Luca this year? Man, like I think the word desperation comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's been one of the things I've been focusing on a lot is desperation. Um, one of the things one of the things that i have been working on a lot is is this sense of desperation for like wh- what is it that you need outside of yourself that you don't already have mm-hmm. and so i look at this now and sort of think com- compare it, compared to me i have a lot more trust that everything is actually already there. It's like I don't need things that I don't have right now. And that's why gratitude's been a big, big part of the process. Like you hear about people say, like people say this all the time, be grateful, like do a gratitude journal. And they don't, sometimes you don't really know why you're doing it. But it's it's more, it's not less, it's about the things that you're grateful for, yes. But it's it's more about, it's more about the feeling that you're creating through the gratitude. Mm-hmm. Because you're not in that desperation that you need something else. You go, oh, I'm full. Gratitude's more around filling yourself up back into wholeness instead of Mm, lack. And all of us are coming from lack, right? Like Mm. so many of us are coming from lack. And you're like programming yourself, your subconscious, to to play in that energy of I already have what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm also playing in this idea because we can also – use gratitude for things that haven't yet 
fully expressed themselves or manifested into the physical, but we know that they're there. We mm. know that they're going to be a part of our life. So we can also express gratitude for the things that we know are coming. And it puts us in this energy of rather, oh, I don't have, I'm a victim. I'm nothing because of all these things aren't in my reality right now to actually a shift of, you know what, I'm grateful for where I am and I'm grateful for all the things I know that are coming to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what you said just there, Luca, the idea of then instead of coming from lack, we're coming from I have, from abundance. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And I know you and I have been on a similar path, so it's like mm. we, we we try to be somewhere sooner than we, you know, than like oh, yeah. than the reality <laughs> of it. And so we're trying to rush to places and one of the big changes is that you know, I've, I've stopped letting time be my master. Mm. Okay, I'll take that back. I'm working on stopping time being my master. Bec- mm. But it's come it's into my journey. awareness recently. Yeah. It's, it's come into process. my awareness. I realize we're all rushing. Do you, like, do you feel that? Like how many, like mm. I don't know if you do that, but. I rush, yeah. You rush. What's behind the rush for you? I think it's it it's it's that if I don't do it now, then it's never going to happen. Mm. It's like if I don't, if I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss out. Mm. Or like you know, my path, my destiny. If I look at it deeply, I'm like, but if I don't do all these things, then my destiny won't come to me. But then you think about the energy underlying that, as if to say that you're not enough in what you're doing. Mm. It's not you're not doing enough. It's like you're not enough in what mm. you're doing. But you are not. But you're enough just because you are, right? That's the. Exactly. That is literally the truth. That's like at the foundation of, of all of this work that we do, and that's the truth that we keep coming back to. The, there's so many different aspects we can explore in this journey and things, but there is like so, such just simple truths that we always come back to, no matter what kind of rabbit hole or pathway we go down. We always come back to the truth is like you're enough just as you are is one of those kind of universal truths I guess Mm. and when you said there like this idea of you know rush is kind of you know wanting to get somewhere wanting to make it happen it's that sense of control again Mm -hmm. trying to control things trying to to move things around outside of us rather than internally and then allow Mm. that to get reflected back to us and I see this so much in myself the want to control and change things and if I notice myself fall into a pattern I get shameful about the fact that oh, I, oh gosh I've gone back to that pattern I'm now a whole new timeline's gonna go yeah. in the wrong direction I need to control it to make it go back to the one that I wanted when we don't realize that everything is happening there to serve us in the way that yeah. it should in that moment and the rushing energy that comes from from that desperation that comes from that need to control actually is the thing that pushes all of these things away that we want because we're we're putting out there again the lack the scarcity we don't have Mm -hmm. so we need to make it so that we do have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so true like what what's been your biggest thing that you've been working on in sense of like Mm -hmm. your your lack mentality Mm -hmm. i mean this year it's been massive with money massive with money yeah. It's been such a theme of this year, money and success and how they tie into what that looks like for me and why do I not yet have that? Yeah. What makes me different? What am I doing differently that means I can't have what successful people have? Mm. 
And I think what we do here is, is when I say we, I mean me, is compare ourselves to the people that have that without forgetting that they have also been on this journey. Mm. Right? They, they don't just magically appear at this successful <laughs> state. They've also walked yeah. the path that we're on, yeah. right? Maybe 100%. a different path or a, a shorter path, but it's, it's all different. And, and at the end of the day as well, I would rather this internal stuff be at the beginning of my path than quick mm-hmm. success. And then when I've become successful, whatever success may look like. Feeling empty. To you, you're just like having to deal with all of those, all of those things that mentally you weren't prepared for to mm-hmm. hold, right? Yeah. And that's not to say that that journey is a wrong journey. Someone might be experiencing that for that, but that's not the way I want to experience success in my yeah. life. It's not the way I want to be as a wealthy person. Mm-hmm. I want to have the internal success first before I have the external success because I want to hold it and I want to enjoy it. Mm. And that, that's what my soul longs for. Mm-hmm. Like That's what the deepest part of me longs for is mm. to fully enjoy it but knowing I don't need it, knowing mm. it doesn't validate me or doesn't make me any more worthy than I already was because I already was all these things. They just mm. became an expression or an amplifier of, of what I already was. Mm. What about you? Whew. Amen. <laughs> you know, um, I think when I talk about this sort of lack, I see... Um, hmm more around social media mm-hmm. so one. more around numbers so it's like you know <laughs> if you need if you you know especially people that like can probably resonate with are on this path of like you know starting their social media brand or starting their personal brand and you're putting yourself out in social media is like you get crickets for a long time <laughs> and those crickets bring up a lot of insecurity <laughs> <laughs> It's like, fuck, I got, I got like fucking 20 likes on that photo. I better fucking delete it. <laughs> one person oh, is on my shit. IG. Like, you know, when you go on your IG live and it's like oh. one person watching and you're like, fuck <laughs> you're this. You're trying to keep cool. <laughs> I'm done. You're trying to keep cool. <laughs> and now there's like, what, one person watching us now. And I'm like, chill as oh. a cucumber. I'm like, this is cool. Like we, cause yeah. we get so much out of this, right? We get yeah, so yeah. much out of it for each other and everything. Yeah. And, and I think like the one thing I've realized so much is numbers mean fuck all. Yeah. Like they literally mean fuck all. Yeah. You can yeah. have a change like that and have 200 followers or yeah. whatever. You could have no followers and become a millionaire because of mm-hmm. the people that you bring into your field, right? Through the yeah. vibration that you give off. Yeah. It's the story that you tell yourself about it. It's the story that you tell yourself about social media. If you tell yourself that social media is the be all and end all, and if I don't post every day and do this every day, and this was this was my mentality. I was posting every day. I had an alarm that went off. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, this is my posting time. As if your success depends on it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know, if I, oh, if I don't post at six o'clock, cause it's the best time for the algorithm. Yeah. Like my world's gonna fall apart. <laughs> yeah. You and know, it's like that's fucking that is my success is not my Instagram. Like my Instagram is a place for me to, to share, to connect with people, to Amen. to put my services on there for people that find me, right? But it is not 
my success or what mm-hmm. my success is going to look like. And I'm mm. sure you can say the same, Luca, right? Oh my God, totally. It's all mm. stories, like what you said. It's all <laughs> stories and beliefs. Like people mm. make, um, people with like 4,000 followers are making millions of dollars a month that we know of doing the same thing oh, yeah. we do. Oh, and yeah. so there is just an, it, it's so much more energy than anything. Mm-hmm. it's your ability because your your world is only going to reflect back what you feel about yourself and what you feel about the world so it's it's all your perception so if you if you ch- work hard on deconditioning that story and reconditioning a new one and that can be like journaling that can be like um talking to yourself and, and writing it down and then talking it out loud that can be speaking to other people about it um that can be doing hypnosis, whatever. There's no right or wrong way to do this, whatever way feels right to you, but rewriting the story that you want to live. Not the story. This is what we call creating a life by design, not a life by default. Mm. You're living a life by default, and that's what we've been doing. It's like (laughs) having to reprogram how we feel about ourselves. So nothing, no fucking 20 likes, no one person on your live makes a difference to you Mm. because your energy allows them in. It's like there's a the, the reason you're probably not out there is one because you need to work on your sense of validation or two you have a fear to be seen a deep down you have a fear to be seen right so totally totally and I also think that some things are not going to be the thing that takes off right some things are there to serve another purpose right yeah. so like us doing this might not ever take off but it serves such a great purpose in both of our lives and both of our yeah. journeys Amen. and the way it then unfolds out when we put it on our podcasts right yeah when we put it on our podcast and it unfolds into to greater dimensions for ourselves maybe this but doing this live might not necessarily be the portal that brings tons of people into our lives but mm. it brings such great joy and healing to us because yeah. of the things that we we're able to talk about and the things we can bounce off each other and then integrate as well into into our weeks because we're on a very similar path and trajectory and how things are unfolding for us both, although that looks completely different, the way in which we can show up here and like share that kind of accelerates our, our ability to move down this this path, right? Because we're mm-hmm. like, I'm not it's not just me that's moving through this. That's why I think throughout this journey, whether you want to invest in a mentor or a coach or not. I think it's always good to find someone who is also in this space going through the same process, going through the same journey and mm-hmm. and share it with them. Find the community that is going through what you're going through. Connect yeah. with people in this space and know that you're not alone as you're going through this. Listen to the podcasts of the people talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to the videos on YouTube. You know, you don't have to invest in people. You can find other ways to to connect with these people, to connect to this kind of content and these spaces. But you'll see yourself in them and you'll realize I'm not alone. Yeah. I'm not alone. Yeah, totally. Yeah, one of the things I've talked about, but I've also heard other people talk about as well, is um, energy, your energetic capacity. Mm. And so um, this is really talking about what, what you can, what you're comfortable to hold outside mm. of, like what your your body is, your nervous system is okay to hold. And outside of your insecurities, your doubts and your fears, there's a, there's a certain level that you can hold. And what you're currently holding is your current capacity. And so mm. a big part of this for me is like reprogramming what I want to hold while staying true in my heart. Mm. So it's not like, the ego will say, I want a million followers or I want a million dollars or I want this you know, so person to, 
go down this bad path and, you know, vengeance and all that sort of stuff. But that's not the heart. The heart would say, I just want to see my service, my, my, my services help someone. And then while also staying true to your vision because that's in your that's in the seat of your soul and your heart, the vision, your, des- your desire, your destiny, that wants to be expressed through you because you've got a desire for it. But you can tell the difference between one that one that you really want because there's a deep-seated needing in you and one that you're called to. Mm. What's the, what does the feeling feel in your body that's different? How do you discern between when you feel like you're being called from your ego and when you feel like you're being called from from soul yeah so sometimes i thought i was being called from my my soul my spirit and going down my destiny and it turns out it wasn't Mm. so it happens over time so i think the first thing is there is no right or wrong like you if you get called into your ego and you pull get pulled in cool you'll learn something about it don't worry about it don't judge yourself about it don't curse yourself about it and if one if you find the right path well you find the right path but i've also gone down the wrong path thinking it was sorry i've gone down the ego path thinking it was a soul path but then it turned out that it was leading me to the soul <laughs> path anyway yeah totally right? it's all there for it's all there to serve you yeah. No matter what path you go, there's no right or wrong path. Like essentially you. right or wrong is not really a thing when yeah. you kind of zoom out and look at the bigger picture of your life. Right. And the people who don't see it serving them, which it happens, but, it, you know, it happens because it's an uncon- unconscious program, they're the unconscious victims. And, and they're not doing it. And we're not going to shame the victims because we've all been there. We all still are a victim in many ways. Um, and we're all just evolving. But... We talk. You hear a lot about the, the the victim and the creator, and the victim is the person who doesn't see that something is serving them, and and sort of curses it. And the other person is the conscious creator, which sees things as possibly serving them, and that they can use it. It's like, oh, that's something we can build this house with. Or the other person's like, oh, that's a gar- that's garbage, that's rubbish. What we can't build the house with this is that's terrible. Why would you do this? And so it's sort of the different energy is like, oh, I see possibility and I don't. Mm, shifting your perspective to see that and broadening your awareness as well with that. And yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You said that like you see the things that serve you, but also when you bring awareness to things in your life, you see the things that don't serve you as well. Yes. And you're like, mm. I can see that this is not serving me anymore. So I get to change that, right? I have right. choice. I have the power to decide to change that. Right. Amen. And it's with you. It's not with someone else. It's not that other person that's going to change that for you. I have this as a huge thing that I've had to come to realize in particular with my love life is I've always expected the other person to change, right? Yeah. The other person to be the person that I wanted them to be or control them in a sense of like if you don't do what I want you to do or how I want our lives to look then this relationship is not going to work and then I would Mm. run away and stuff and I've come to realize it's all me Mm. all the problems that I've put on that other person it's all changes that I needed to make within myself right Mm. it's all the power that I needed to take back within myself Mm. and I think that's one of the hardest things sometimes to to face to face that, to take responsibility for everything. And we've talked th- about this a lot, like me and you, Luca, about, you know, taking responsibility for the things that happen in our life, regardless of what those things are. Like we've had some of the darkest things that have happened in our life. And both of us have said, I take responsibility. Mm. And you can choose to live that way if you want, mm. or you can choose to stay where you are. And if, you, if you're if you not taking responsibility for things, your power and your energy is everywhere. 
-hmm. Your power and your energy is everywhere. Yeah. Right? And you will never fully be able to... You'll never fully be able to, like, live your truth out because you won't fully know yourself because you'll still be placing parts of you and your attention away from you. Yeah. Yeah, amen. It makes me think about um, doing a, for one of Danielle's groups, I'm doing a hypnosis Mm. for them. And Mm. and the next one is all about the story, the rewriting the story. And so. In what specific area or just like your generic general story? Yeah. So there's a story like this was for her last Envision workshop. So she's Mm. got like a a workshop where you're creating what you want to create for, you know, Mm. your vision for next year. Yeah. And so there's a story that you've, says that's that says that you've got from all your experiences in your past life and that says something about what you decide you can create in the future mm. but then there's a story of your truth that story is outside of your circumstances that story is in your heart that story is your calling and that story wants to be written and wants mm. to be expressed and wants to be lived and wants to have the ending in the sense of we as we know ending so it's like getting them outside helping them i'm going to help them get out of their old story Mm-hmm. and rewrite their new story by letting the unconscious bring it up for them and letting them nice. show it and witness it. And so we've we've all got a story that we're currently living based on all of our experiences, but that doesn't mean that that's what we're here to do or what we're here to express in our life. That's not mm-hmm. our, the, the story that we've created so far. The beginning is not the ending. And it doesn't matter how the beginning started. It matters how the ending finishes. And mm. you get to create the ending. So you can live your story and let it go out on autopilot and let it take you because the, the known past is going to create a known future. It's like my poverty will create more poverty. My mm. um, the, the abuse will create more abuse. The depression that I have will create more depression. So you want to rewrite your story in that middle so it's like the depression doesn't create depression. It creates hope. It creates faith. It creates mm. success. You want to turn all those stories around but also make sure that they're coming from your from your soul what you really want to do because we live in a world of possibility now like anything is possible we're not having to like anything anything is possible like me and you are talking on the other side of the northern hemisphere right <laughs> like opposite ends of the northern hemisphere and so yeah and we like found each other in like bizarre ways like through what instagram explore page and then we had one podcast together and now look at us we're doing this like exactly it's just what you believe is possible and what you're saying there, rewriting your story, that creates mm. a new belief in yourself of what is possible for your life. And mm. then obviously you've got that subconscious reprogramming to reinforce those beliefs that then mm. allow things to, the outside world to rearrange itself in a way that allows you to follow that, right? But it's waiting for you to first trust that mm-hmm. and decide that and choose that. Because if you don't choose that, if you don't choose that path, if you don't really just say, this is what I want from my heart, this is this is what the path I want to take, then mm-hmm. how is that ever going to kind of get moved around? How is mm-hmm. grace going to come in and support you? Mm-hmm. How is, I think that was from that book, um, Rich as Fuck. I know you suggested I read that. And Have that you read really, it? Really, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like 60% according to my Kindle, but it's great right it it doesn't allow like things to come in and change until you decide that within yourself first what you want what are your desires right and not just 
oh yeah maybe this will happen if you know it's like no full on committed to what you want mm. right? not mm. in a desperate energy not in a attachment to it but full on deciding within yourself this is what I want for my life mm-hmm. and if you don't know what you want then spend some time getting to know what you want right mm-hmm. and spend some time removing the things that are blocking that from 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 you able to see that from you being able to see that yeah amen you know one of the things after that my nde was that i i was speaking to one of my mentors or one of my old mentors and she gave me a call mm. and she recommended um she just mentioned it she's like I think you need to read this book and it was uh, it's called Dying to Be Me by Anita Morjani. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my really? God. Okay. I always love your book suggestions, so I'm going to give that one a go. <laughs> like all the books that I get now just come to me through mm. people like that and I'm like, yep, that's mm-hmm. my next book. And I'm like, yep, that's my next book. Mm. And so I don't go out and be like, what can I read? I'm like. No, just- same. Yeah, just wait for it to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. this, she talks a lot about like she had her, I don't even want to, Give, I won't even give justice to the story because it's so profound, her near-death experience and mm-hmm. healing from cancer and then what she learned on the other wow. side. And and I guess that resonates so strongly with yourself right now as well, like what you went through a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, well, I was looking up like near-death experiences on YouTube while I was in hospital. And so mm-hmm. I was like wanting to learn more about it. And so there, mm-hmm. there it is. It just she, it came to me, right? So she talks about, you know, it's not about attracting Mm. Uh, it's about allowing and that's Mm. what she realized when she crossed over but she had it all things concepts of this world just drop away Mm -hmm. you know all concepts and that's these old concepts of these old stories we just we just let go and we just drop and so we first got to like understand that what we think we are is not who we are (laughs) we're much deep we're much bigger more profound and deeper than that and then allowing that what we are here is okay to be, that we're okay to be who we want to be in this world and what mm-hmm. we came here to be. And then she talks about, so allowing is like, you're not going out and trying to raise your vibration to attract that. Yes, that is the sense, but it's more about allowing what you want into your life. Mm. How does that energy feel different to you, the allowing energy? Well, it's like you're not seeking anything. It's seeking you. It's like it's always wanting to come to you, but you're not allowing it in. So it's like, and then you, and then it comes, and you're like, "Fuck!" Ah! <laughs> I know you shoot yourself, right? You're like, "Who's that knocking on the door?" I don't go away, no salesman. You know, like, oh, totally, that's me too. <laughs> like, I spent ages like, "Yeah, I'm calling this in. I'm chill. I'm good." And then it comes, and I'm like, "What? I fucking created that!" Like, yeah. I get overwhelmed by my own power. I know you get overwhelmed by your own power, isn't that crazy? And that's a good place to be in. If you're, I mean, I used to get overwhelmed by like hangovers, <laughs> <laughs> Sunday hangovers that went on till Monday and Tuesday. So, you know, overwhelmed by this is is a much better switch. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's many good things to be overwhelmed by, and I think that's one of them. There's good things oh, coming totally. into your life. Totally. That, you know, overwhelmed in the sense of that it's proof that it's happening and it's coming, and that the work that you continue to do is like. Mm-hmm. It, I I get up in the morning now and I'm like <clears throat> I allow I'm like allowing miracles I'm allowing synchronicities mm-hmm. and I'm like just expressing gratitude for all the things that I have. What's been your greatest miracle that you've experienced this year? And I guarantee there's a lot, but 
What's the greatest one that comes through for you now? Greatest miracle. Um, you know, there's so many. Like, oh, some, I'm thinking of like some really big synchronicities. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of like, do you know what I think one that really saved me? Mm-hmm. this year was so the end of last year Danielle and I had a big shake up in our relationship and mm-hmm. it was to the point where old patterns of me came up and it's like I was Faith. scared to keep going and it's like you know yeah. a little boy wants to run away mm-hmm. and so I had to uh, push through that and I was you know things came in I created this reality that was like allowing an escape route Mm-hmm. And and uh, Danielle suggested that I do a plant medicine journey. She's like, "Look, this has all just happened. I saw this, and it was a boga, which is um, a pretty wild ride." And I knew about it. I remember I you like, telling us about that one before. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. That's that's gonna send me over the board." Anyway, I did that, and I think I'm not gonna do that, but I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I sat with it. I sat with it for 24 yeah, hours. Good, hours. Good, I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah, no, I can do it. I can be strong enough. It was more about building up the mental strength to go into definitely. that. Definitely. Because, you have to do with things like that, I believe. Yeah, 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 for sure. And one of the things is it calls you. You don't call it or you don't find it. It finds mm-hmm. you if you're ready for it. And so that was probably the biggest miracle because then I came back and I realized, nah, Danielle, mm. it was, I saw all my patterns. I saw all the issues. And I, I probably like in the closing ceremony, because it's a 48-hour, well, it's, it, you're there for 48 hours, but it's a 24-hour journey. So the, yeah, so, like, you start at 8 mm. and, you, and you don't do You start at 8 p.m. You're not out until? finish until 8 p.m. the next night. Wow. You're doing your closing ceremony around at 8 p.m. And, like, I nearly died in that ceremony. So mm. it's funny. It's crazy, that, because. You've had so many near-death experiences. You know, I, it's crazy. I'm just thinking about that. You really like, have. Like, I had that one when I was nine. Did I tell you about that mm, one when I was nine? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard about your ones. And so I had that had one so when many. I was nine. Yeah, yeah, I have, haven't I? It's funny. And then so this one was where I was like, he, he, because you can, because on a boga, you can put your, it can put, it's a, it's a root, right? But it can mm. put your body, especially people who have like, because it races your heart and like mm. your heart really races and. It's a really powerful um, plant medicine from the Congo, from Africa, mm-hmm. and they bring in the root here. Anyway, I had a lot ingested at once because it was sort of like I, I skipped one round and then the round, and then he came back around, gave me it, and then the next round came back around and it was sort of like this thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, I don't know if you've ever been super, super drunk or super, super high and your eyes go yeah. shaky. <laughs> And everything yeah. was going shaky. My whole body was shaking. And mm-hmm. I just remember thinking, if I don't spew this up, I think I'm going to over, I think I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I was purging a lot and I purged from the, the deepest, darkest places. And it was like such a physical like journey as mm-hmm. well. And it was sort of like, whoa, I did it. And anyway, like that whole journey was like, I saw so much darkness. In my mm. life, in my family, my all the, the darkness that was coming up in my family lines all the way back. And I could see the power of Mother Earth. And, mm. like, it was, like, showing me a river. 
and it was like, yeah, this river's beautiful. You can wash, you can you can wash yourself in it. You can sit there on a sunny day, but then on a stormy day, and after the, I'm going to turn into a rapid, and I'm going to wipe out a whole village and kill them all. And that's how I was seeing mother, the, the the duality of Mother Nature, and it was like gave me this severe respect for them, mm. but almost like was like, holy shit, where are we living? Like this place is wild. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it took me a while to integrate all of that. Anyway, this whole miracle was. You know, at the closing ceremony, um, dance. You have to dance for forty-five minutes to like, like around the, the the flame, and you have to dance around it. And so, in this, in to this African music, and so we're doing that. And the whole time, I'm just crying. The whole time, wow. I'm like crying around the Releasing whole thing. Releasing so much. Yeah, and I'm apologizing for like to Danielle in my head. I'm apologizing wow. to my family, and I'm I'm apologizing to my little boy. And so. You know, think about the greatest miracles. For me, that was probably one because it, it changed the trajectory mm. for this year. And then we got engaged two months after. So. Beautiful. So it actually gave you permission to commit yourself to her, right? Yeah. yeah. That's so beautiful. So yeah. beautiful. Well, what about you? What was your biggest miracle of this year? Mm. It's a good one, eh? Yeah. Now I asked you that question and now I'm like, oh, fuck, I've got to answer it now. <laughs> um, I would say, like, the first thing that's coming to me is, like, fully finding myself, like, who Emma, who I want to be in this world, mm. right? What I want yeah. to do here, how I want to enjoy my life and how I want fun and play to be, like, at the forefront of that. But mm. I guess, like... Deep down, when I think of like the biggest miracle I've experienced this year, for I guess if you're looking in the physical sense of what's come into my reality, it's it's the move I had to Ibiza. Like yeah. it was just the way it came around was just insane. Just absolutely. I mean, I grew up and I always wanted to live on an island. It was something that was kind of just in me from such a young age. And as we do, as we we grow up, we listen to outside and we think this is not possible. And and then after COVID, I started deciding, you know, anything is possible. And I started believing it and started tapping into that. I didn't know how things were going to unfold and how things were going to happen. But I ended up with my Spanish residency and with Brexit. That was super important for me to have my European residency. And then... We, we came on holiday to Ibiza. Me and my friend were meant to be moving to the north of Spain and then going to Mexico. Like, this was our kind of plan for when my apartment ran out in, the, in Valencia at the end of June. And then we went on holiday to Ibiza in May, like just before we were going to head mm. to the north of Spain. And basically my, my friend had said she wanted to go back to Belgium. She no longer wanted to go to the house in the north of Spain and then on to Mexico. She wanted to go get a place in Belgium where she um. was originally from. And I was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do now? <laughs> and anyway, I just kind of forgot it for the trip. But then she um, she was kind of joking around that she wanted to um, meet, a, meet a guy with a yacht and Ibiza was the place to do it because there's lots of rich people here. <laughs> uh, so she put... Um, on her on her tinder profile that she wanted to meet this guy with a yacht and um someone contacted her and he didn't have a yacht but he had a boat so they were like oh okay we'll meet up Uh, and anyway and obviously she was with us and she was like oh you know I'm with the girls for dinner now and he was like oh that's fine I'll come pick you up we can go for some drinks all together and she was like yeah sure 
so we all met up and as you do we got talking about what we do and things like that and then he was like oh I'm a property developer here in Ibiza and I was like well I don't have anywhere to live in a month like by any chance do you have um, an apartment available on the 1st of July like I kind of said it jokingly because I thought yeah why not and he was like oh actually you know I have a two-bed apartment this lovely apartment <laughs> available on the 1st of July and he told me the price and he was like oh you know we know know each other so don't worry about agency fees and I was just like Whoa. what like and then in my mind I was like how am I gonna you know because it was it was increasingly higher than kind of what I was investing in in the rent in, in Valencia like, how am I gonna pay for that and then I get back I kind of was facing a lot of limiting beliefs that were coming up around this but I was still like committed to this apartment I was like this doesn't just fall on your lap for for anything on the exact day that I needed a new place mm. um, and just after my friend told me you know we weren't going to go to Spain and everything anymore I was like this doesn't just happen like that yeah totally. and um, I'd been to Ibiza quite a lot um of times and I have I felt a connection to the island and everything so I was like this is so super strange how this unfolded and um <laughs> and then I, I was like on the call to, to my my family at the time and and my my brother was like oh I have um you know some money um that will get you started um and help you because obviously I have my savings as well um and you know I had to give you and that was ten thousand wow. and he was like and I just, so all of a sudden I had, you know, the deposit that I could use from my savings, my Jeez. savings to start me off and 10 the grand so that like, I also, yeah. yeah, so that I could also not do any more side things or side projects and I could fully commit to, to my business and my podcast. And that was probably the biggest miracle because yeah. that was the first time I'd created things in my life before, totally. But it was the first time I realized how much of a powerful creator I was. Mm. when I wasn't attached to the thing in which I was creating mm. because I think in the past like you've obviously read the secret Luca and you know mm. the idea of creating was much more of this kind of like forced thing of you know I need to write down everything that I want and look at it every day and etc etc and um you know I had all this thing and then when I just kind of released that and I was like I don't have anywhere to live you know in two months universe let me know where you want me to go kind of thing uh and then that happened and i was like wow uh, so you wrote that down you said wow. let me know i won't have a place to live i let had it i had it i had it in my mentality yeah of like yeah, i didn't yeah, know yeah. um and i knew the lifestyle that i wanted but did you to ask live, that question you know? did you ask it out loud did you like show me where i need to live or were you just asking it in I your remember mind? at the time, I think it was more just in my mind of like, I have no idea where I'm going next. Like, and that's yeah. the thing I'm faced with a lot is I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no yeah. idea where I'm going, but yeah. I trust, trust so much maybe. now. I have so much faith because I've watched the universe move mountains for me mm-hmm. to, to follow my dreams, mm-hmm. right? And not because I didn't do anything. I think this is a thing that comes up so much is like, don't do anything. Don't take any action. We just sit there and we see, receive. It's like no, no. I'd been I'd been working on my internal world to build myself up so that I could receive something this big and actually mm. jump into that reality, right? Jump into that timeline with confidence and allow that to unfold as well. Because I could have easily got so scared and shied away from that and not even thought about ringing my family and say, saying, you know, I've got this opportunity. 
I don't know whether I should take it. And then, you know, you've got my brother who's listening to my dad saying, oh, I've got some money. I'll help you out. Like I could have just mm-hmm. not even taken that call and been like, oh, you know, it's too, it's too expensive to think about long term. I'm going to say no. But the internal, I guess the internal foundations I'd built over that time and the kind of energy I'd been putting out there into my business and everything had kind of allowed that to happen. How long have you been on this journey for? Of like starting your own business? Is it a year? I started my own business a year, yeah. yeah. But before that, I'd played around with like lots of different things. I think as a lot of entrepreneurs do, like, oh, God knows so many different things now, like drop shipping, yeah. um, you know, doing all these things on Etsy. And then when I was at university, I had a business that was kind of like more of a nonprofit kind of thing, working with like young women in the local community, doing doing outreach kind of programs, mentorship programs. So I've always played around with entrepreneurship. And I think yeah. I lasted, you know, six months. It's the longest I've lasted in a kind of normal office job, so to speak. And then I was on solar farms in Australia, driving massive concrete rollers. And, (laughs) you know, I've done so many different things. And I've always had this kind of entrepreneur spirit, I guess, always with me. But fully dedicated to this path. Um, It's been six months fully dedicated to just this, but a year since I kind of no more like freelancing or anything like that gigs. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. And that's Mm. such a good thing for people to listen to now, like coming into the end of the year is like, Look totally. back at your miracles, look back at your synchronicities, look back at where you were actually divine. So died. many. And you'll see that there's like there's these key moments. Like I love mm-hmm. that, Emma. But in the moment you were like, oh, I don't know if I could do it. It's a stretch, right? And so you're always finding your edge. Yeah. And when you find yes. your edge but you know there's something on the other side, mm-hmm. you just leap and you know that you're going to be edge now? guided. My edge now is being able to accept more clients. I'm at my capacity and I'm like, I'm at my my normal threshold, but now I'm like, okay, I've got to just work through these limitations that I'm like, these ideas that what more clients mean that I need mm. to uncap. And I, so I'm working through that. So my edge is like getting comfortable with more. Mm. I'm like, I've grown <laughs> to a point now where I'm like, you know, it's the best I've ever been in business. Yeah. The best I've ever been energetically. It's like the most soulful I've ever been, the most connected I've ever been to myself, to my true self. And this is just a phase of where I'm going. It's just one mm-hmm. step of where I'm going. And I think... I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, so my edge is like, just like expanding. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's being comfortable with expansion. But also I'm like, where do I really want to go next year? So mm-hmm. we're, So we did this really crazy thing, Danielle and I, mm-hmm. where we're like, she just messaged me, she said, I've got a good idea for New Year's. And we hadn't planned anything for New Year's. So she's like, let's go away. Let's book something really nice and let's bring in the new nice. year as our future self. Amazing. What so a way to do that as well, like bringing it into the physical as well. Yeah, so crazy story. So mm. I, I drive around in Danielle's mum's car. So we've got a car here because they live in Mexico for most of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got a car that we use. We don't need to buy a car or anything like that. And it's an older car. It's an older Honda CRV. And I look at it and every time I go, we're driving somewhere, I'm like looking at the middle logo and I'm like, yeah, what car are we driving today? We're like, I've always, we've always wanted like a brand new Range Rover. And so yeah, when we yeah, go nice. get a coffee, we walk past like that or a Lamborghini SUV. A Lamborghini, oh, SUV, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I thought SUV, you were going to say Lamborghini. Like the, the I was like, Urus. what? <laughs> How do you go from a Range Rover to a Lamborghini? But okay, I get the, I get the. The Urus are nice. So I like that. And That's what Melanie Rover. has, right? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there's a lamb, there's all these fancy car shops around where we are. And so we walk nice. past them and we look at in the windows and we're like, can you see yourself mm. in it? And so there's this <laughs> Range Rover. Anyway, we've got this wicked apartment in Nelson, in state. We're going to stay in Nelson, BC, which is an eight hour drive into the snowy mountains, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we're like, well, we need to hire it. We need to rent a car. Let's rent a nice car. Let's have a look. And we found this, this thing, this is app called Turo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like um, Airbnb for cars. And we find this epic black on black Range Rover. <laughs> and we're like, that. that's it. Rent that now. <laughs> so we're that. renting that and we're cruising down to mm. stay in this like epic, like loft apartment um, mm. in Nelson. And nice. we're going to do like all our journaling for next year. Yeah, we're going to do our mindset for next year. We're going to reflect on this year. We're going to look at mm. all our money stories. We're going to just really do a cleanse of our spirit in sense mm. of all of our belief systems and our program. Mm. Do you think you're welcome in getting married next year or do you think that's going to be something longer? For you uh, 2023 is our plan. I think nice. next year yeah. is next year is our year to like build up our mm. businesses and our journey and we're going to be doing a lot of traveling next year. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the plan. Um, and I think the biggest part is also setting the plan and surrendering to it because totally. I think the trust that we've created this year has been huge. Like I remember Same. I had so much worry, concern and desperation this year. Mm. Um, and like knowing next year it was all I got to do is decide what I want. And so spending <laughs> some time to connect in to myself and my spirit in this new place that we're going to go stay out and we're going to go to the hot springs and we're going to like enjoy no. ourselves and really disconnect and really decide. I think for everyone, it's like, what do you actually want to create? Like make the decision and then allow it in, see what mm. you need to do to allow it in. And that's literally like, I think the big part of what we do with my clients, like, I'll tell you one of these craziest stories of my clients, right? Craziest Go. stories of my clients. She's she's like one of her big challenges was that, you know, she's never been supported by her parents. And I won't mention mm-hmm. any names so you don't know who it is out of respect. No, of course. Yeah, of course. And so she's always been challenged by her. She's always been she's always been um su- she's self-sufficient. She's like, no, I can look after myself. I can okay. look after myself because her parents are very mm. independent and mm-hmm. almost to the point where she, she's now got a complex of saving people mm. that she can be the one that saves people because she had to be that for herself as a child because her parents, her, her dad in particular didn't support her. And so we worked through this blockage in one of our calls and we're like, okay, so, you know, talking about, she's just talking about one of the situations at dancing. She's a really good dancer. And so she's dancing and her partners didn't, her partner didn't um her partner she was noticing she was getting really jealous like she's got a crush on her partner her dance partner and she told him but then didn't allow the whole conversation to expand <laughs> and she kept talking without him getting a response so she she feared the rejection right so she yeah, didn't yeah, want to yeah. open the idea of possible rejection yeah and so we, she didn't get an answer and then she's no she's getting sort of a little bit jealous because he's like offering to walk these other girls out And I said, well, isn't that funny? Because we've realized that she's got this complex that says, Mm -hmm. um, I can look after myself. Mm. I don't need your help. And it's funny. And I said to her, I said, do you see that? It's like, no wonder. Energetically, you've got a brick wall saying, don't help me. And so they can't, you're not saying anything, but they can read energy. And it's like, oh, no, she's good. She's sorted. She's got this. And so they go and help all these other girls. He goes and helps all these other girls that, that are ready to re- receive support. And then she's getting jealous by it. So I said to her, I said, look, go do this. Allow yourself. This is your new mantra. I receive support. I deserve to receive support and love. Write Beautiful. that on your mirror. 
reference it a couple times in your in your phone alarms, and then and see what happens. And and then she's like, okay, I'll do that. Okay, that and she had a breakthrough for that. She's like, oh my god, mm. I am blocking it. I am blocking it mm. because I, I I'm I've got it all sorted. I don't need help. <laughs> yeah. So now she's like energetically, <laughs> she just drops the veil and says, I, I welcome it. She goes mm. to dance. I didn't know this, but she went to a dancing class that night. She sends me a message. And she said, you wouldn't believe the conversations we had. He's, nice. He was mentioning nice. to her, he was like saying all these things are like, hey, you know, let me help you. Mm-hmm. Let me, here's what you do in the dance moves. Let me guide you. And she's like, I can't believe it. She's like, I can't no. believe it. And she goes, I feel, and then she messaged me the other day. She's like, ever since saying this mantra, I feel so much lighter. Like mm. I'm ready to actually receive love. And then now she Oh, that was another client that was similar, but that was crazy. But so I can't remember the other thing that just happened to her with this. But I said to her, I was like, you you just wait, you declare it. And I said this to another guy yesterday, one of my mates, I went for a walk with her and I said, mate, you can't create something new if you're either blocking it or you've got something taking its place. Mm. <laughs> so like you're either blocking Ooh, it or say you're that one again. I love that. You can't create something new if you're either energetically blocking mm-hmm. it or you've got something taking its space. So in, in an instance, Crazy. in his instance, he had a relationship and he's probably going to mm-hmm. listen to this because he listens to these. But I said to him, I was like, you know, you've got you've got women's clothes in your in your cupboard energetically. Mm-hmm. And then she's away for a month, two months. And you you want someone in there in between that you want someone there all the time, but she's coming and going and just taking you when you because you mm. you openly open the doors to her and you have you store all her stuff in your cupboard. Mm. Why don't you make the commitment to say, hey, I don't want this anymore? Hand her her clothes back energetically and say, I'm creating space in my cupboard for someone new to come in. So the moment you declare that, I guarantee you, a new person will come into your life. Or and she would goes, change. She reflect back to. Or she'll call you the next day and be like, hey, because <laughs> she will say. feel the cord being cut. <laughs> totally. totally. She'll feel the cord. And that happens for a lot. And, the, and then you mm. get the test. Oh, do I really mean this or do I not? Mm. You're always mm. being tested. And so we've got cords going everywhere to all these people. So thinking about 2022, what do you want to create? Well, what do I need to create space for? Mm. More so ask that question. Not what do I want to create first? What do I want to create? What do I need to create space for? Mm. clean out the closet and now look at what you're blocking and close down those blocks, allow something in. Mm. It's potent, man. Totally. I think we almost also, we want to allow, but we're scared to allow. When I say we, I say me. So (laughs) you called yourself out on that a few times and I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's all taken responsibility, right? <laughs> but like, it's also applicable for the people that are listening, right? It's applicable for for yeah, all of for us, sure. right? It's for applicable well. for all of us, totally. Like, but um, yeah, like the idea of allowing, and then it comes, and then the absolute freak out again of when it comes, of you know, how am I going to hold this? Am I capable of holding this? So it's it's not even the the thing itself. It's like the new reality, right? I'm so used to this old reality. Like in that sense, that story you told of your client, she was used to being independent. She was used to being on on her own and living things herself. And the idea of welcoming someone else in and having someone there with her was going to shake her, right? Mm. 
Yeah. And I guess there's been there's been um, a similar time where I, I've been in that in that space. And then I've had a housemate for the past three months. So it kind of I welcomed in this idea of actually, I don't want to always live on my own and be on mm. my own. Right. And we went on a crazy journey together, like the things that we we actually experienced, you know, um, through through our I guess our relationship, mirroring things back to each other and supporting each other on our own journeys. And it made me realize the importance of connection and the importance of how much we learn through our relationships, not just our intimate relationships, our friendships, our, our family relationships, the people we work with, the people we surround ourselves with, how much we learn through these relational experiences about ourselves, mm. about the things that are within us. Mm-hmm. And if we block that out so much, if we isolate ourselves from that, then we're never going to experience the greatest level of healing and kind of experience of things in our life. And if we don't allow that to come in, right. And then that goes with all other things, right. Allowing the relationship with money, allowing mm-hmm. the relationship with success to come in. Mm-hmm. Amen. I think it's such a good area to finish on. Mm-hmm. It's like totally that allowing, what are we allowing for next year? Mm-hmm. What are you allowing for next year? Or what are you allowing for next year? Like, <laughs> get creative like don't think you can't just it's like you dream every night crazy crazy ass dreams why can't you imagine and dream in the daytime like allow yourself to dream and allow yourself Mm. to to think about what you want in your life and then Mm. allow that into your life just be open it's like nothing more about it it's just like just Mm. just give yourself the comfort knowing that you get to open up your arms and say i'm supported i'm loved and everything can and everything that i choose to have in my life can come into my life now totally and for people as well i'm i'm thinking this specifically as well that's coming through is like even the craziest things that you think are not possible allow yourself to want them as well mm. because they are the reason that you have those desires in your heart the reason that you think it's impossible is because society has told you Boom. that it's impossible not because it actually is mm. right mm-hmm. because anything is possible anything is possible for you so mm even the craziest dreams, even the biggest things, even the things that everyone tells you that's never going to happen for you, but yeah. your heart desired it. Trust that. Yeah. That will be what gets you to where you want to go with your life. Yeah. And there's so many good stories in Hollywood and like documentaries. I watched one on Kevin so Garnett. Many. Like so many in our space as well. We see them all the time. Like yeah. you see them all the time. Yeah, the stories of like, mm. you just got to keep going, persist and mm-hmm. believe, persist and believe, persist right. and believe, be in your heart, persist, believe, be in your heart, mm-hmm. persist, believe. It's just a cycle. Like I'm, you know, I'm not new on this journey too. Like I've, you know, like you said, dedicated, you've been dedicated for six months, but you've been on this journey for 12 months. Uh, entrepreneur. Yeah, no, you've been dedicated. No, this this particular journey, you've been dedicated for 12 months, but really like solid on it for six, right? My my spiritual journey has been a lot longer than that, but my yeah. entrepreneurship journey, yeah, the success, yeah. money, that kind of thing. Like yeah, outside of freelancing and doing all that. Yeah, exactly. That we journey. fully committed, mm-hmm. right? And so really. my full commitment has been since the end of 2019, so like October, two yeah, two years, October, November 2019, so two years, mm-hmm. just two years, and we think we should be somewhere greater. Like sometimes we get caught up <laughs> and we're like, oh, my God, I'm we should be <laughs> – the people that we're looking up to and stuff that are yeah. like, we're, we're like that are our expanders have been doing it for seven, ten, fifteen, twenty years. Totally. And so, totally. a lot of this, a lot of this, this surrender and and a lot of this dream chasing for everyone listening, 
is the long game. So get really comfortable with the long game. Like sometimes I say to my clients like who really want to rush their healing, I'm like, give yourself 12 months. Mm. And, and if you've got the, you've got, if it's open for you to do that, to like really just recover and rest and get you to know yourself for 12 months, just, just do that instead of trying to get it done quick as possible. Mm. And then it might happen quicker. But if you can, because your mind automatically goes, okay, I'm comfortable with 12 or okay, I get comfortable with like, my 10 years, like 10 years, I give myself 10 years on this path, which is generally mm-hmm. when people will like really, really boom in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So like I'll be, I'll be 39. Um, I'll be 35. 35. So it's like. Still super we- young. <laughs> young, baby. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> Not aged a fucking day. <laughs> Maybe oh, I should I be a comedian. That. Maybe that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You're <laughs> making me laugh. Uh, that is definitely not my path, but we can we can go with the with the little spats of it in in interviewing. <laughs> yeah, I I um I think we've got to have a more humor in life. That's one of the things that I'm taking into 2022 is just totally. having a laugh. Totally, I love them um, having a laugh. What's his name? Matthias De Stefano. Um, who t- I love. Uh, do you know who he is? From Gaia. He's in Gaia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. love his like his the way he talks about things like um the nine dimensional reality and stuff, but he has these concepts that I've seen him do in a few interviews before. And he says like, we only need really three things that really matter. And that's like for the mind, the body and the spirit. And it's like to eat well, to like have high vibrational foods like going through us um, to, I can't remember what the other one was, but the third one was to laugh more, Yeah. to laugh more. And yeah. it's like, that is the greatest spiritual practice when you can fucking just hell. act like a fucking kid play like that's something i've really just realized allowing myself to do that allowing myself to dream and be so childlike in everything i do and play i just have fun like with the most small things with the most mundane things i just have so much fun in my life and i'm like wow like how amazing is that you know okay the 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 money and the success that i'm calling in is not fully there yet but i have fun every fucking day and i enjoy the journey every fucking day and that's worth everything boom that's That's awesome (laughs) that's awesome what are you doing before you finish what are you doing for new year's eve i'm with my family this year yeah yeah have a cup of tea having a cup of tea it's been like four years since i've been in the uk for christmas and new year's wow. um, and uh so it's been a long long time since i've spent my fam- like spent christmas with my family the christmas period and um i'm really excited to just be with my dad and my stepmom um with my dog with my brothers and my stepsisters and just have this because i have a feeling it's going to be the last one as like me um, with them like you know in that yeah. sense like their kind of family Christmas rather than something that I'm doing now because yeah. all the other ones I've been traveling and I've been in Australia and in Bali and, and all of this so cool. to have that now um, and have these memories that I'm going to create with them through through this time through this yeah. really lovely time is just going to be something that I know I'm going to really cherish so I'm going to really just dedicate it to spending time with them beautiful mm-hmm. what a time it's going to be a lovely new year, right? I can't wait to see what we're doing next year. It's Amen. Amazing, it's going to be right? good. We're going to, are we going to change our show name for the start of time? Oh, yeah, I think we are. I don't know what it is yet. What did we say last time? Something stupid. The Divine <laughs> Duet. <laughs> <laughs> what else? No, what else have you got there? 
Come on, improv it. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. This is like a. I don't know. I think it could be, be something I'm usually silly. a good fucking channel, and like nothing's coming to me. It's like. <laughs> Hello. Usually I'm up. like, wow, like where's this fucking come from? And then it's like, come up with a show name, Emma, and I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Conversations from we'll the see. We'll I mean, see. it's better than our first ever one, so. We'll see. That's funny. <laughs> how the how this has evolved, right? How we've evolved, like it's crazy. Like this yeah. is what fifteenth episode. It's insane, right? Is it fifteenth? Yeah. So fifteenth week, four, yeah. eight, twelve. That's and think of all the crap we were doing before when we were figuring everything out. Oh, I know. So this has been that going for weeks. a while. <laughs> yeah, weeks. <laughs> well, this is gonna be good. I can't wait for for next year once Same. we bring in our. We have to like find our name. Yeah, we will. We have to find the and we can a new get a, intro. New, a new funky background. Yeah, and a new intro. Okay, and like a, a new vibe. We 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 we're, we're manifesting that. We're calling it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. <laughs> really your new I can sort of see it. I can see it really funky looking. Okay. <laughs> All Big right. love, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Have a lovely Christmas, New Year, and you know. Yeah, Merry Christmas, gen- Happy New Year. Be gentle with yourself. Take some rest. Be gentle. Be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. Take some rest yeah, and be gentle. plan for fucking greatness next year. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. Bye, be everyone. Well. See you later. Bye-bye.